Welcome to the Equinity Podcast, where horse owners just like you share their incredible Equinity stories and how Equinity is changing their horses' lives. Whether you're searching for something to give your performance horse better focus, faster recovery, and more stamina, or in the extreme case where all hope seems lost, give your horse what it needs to help heal at a cellular level, you'll find it here. So jump in on today's episode to hear how Equinity is helping horses worldwide. Now, welcome your host, John Dowdy. Hello and welcome to another Equinity podcast. Uh, This week we're swinging out to Berthoud, Colorado and talking with Lori Ganacha. She's got an eight-year-old Mustang that uh, came down with some laminitis and was her first time dealing with something like this. And I'm excited to share this one with you because uh, we've been getting a lot of phone calls and emails with horses with hoof issues and thin soles and all this type of stuff. And this is going to be the perfect, at least in my opinion, perfect podcast to touch upon these things and what uh, this Mustang has gone through. So without further ado, Lori, welcome to the Equinity Podcast. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. I'm excited to share my story. That's great. Well, we're, we're excited to have you. Um, I believe it was back in June of this year, uh, right around the 13th. So it's been about four months ago. You had reached out to us, and I believe you and I spoke directly. You were, you were kind of telling me some things that were going on with your Mustang. Um, so why don't we just step back in time a little bit? and share with everybody what you were going through at that time. Okay, John. Well, I've got an eight-year-old Mustang, as you said, and last May, approximately five, six months ago, um, he had, we had, I had what I would consider the perfect storm for a laminitic episode um, with my Mustang, who has never had that problem before, I'll tell you what uh, the perfect storm was. Um, it was it was the beginning of spring. There was green grass coming up. They were out on pasture. I was limiting their pasture time. I've got two other horses as well. But spring grassing, I've always been aware of, so it's not uh, it's not you know full blown thing. I try to acclimate them to it. Um, so they're on spring grass. He got his hoofs trimmed because he's a barefoot horse. And um, without speaking unkindly about the farrier who did it, it was very, very, very short trim um, to the point where he was lame on all four feet. Right after the trim, so that was the second part of this perfect storm. The third part was we got a horrific spring storm two days later that was a combination of snow and rain and cold and nasty, windy ick. So that was the third part. And the fourth part of this perfect storm, I think, was the spring hormonal levels in this Mustang. He came out um, of that there wasn't a lot we could do during it I got the vet out here and he was doing okay in the mud you know because he had a little bit of insulation and a little bit of cold on his feet but uh, we took x-rays of this lame horse and he had rotated slightly in his coffin bone um, as I said his feet were just ridiculously short trimmed and my vet basically said in a nutshell the next two weeks is going to be critical for him uh, I can't give you a great out, 
look on this, but I'm not going to say it couldn't be, but I'm not going to do that for you. So we also tested him for insulin resistance, which he was, and he was put on a pretty strenuous diet. She told me he's by no means obese, but he needs to drop about 40, 50 pounds just to take some pressure off of his feet. So that was kind of where we sat there. I was going through this two-week period uh, trying to keep him as comfortable as possible. I did get him in some soft, dry boots, Uh, but he was was pretty, pretty sore dude, let me tell you. He ended up going in his stall for the most part because he was so sore we didn't want him to do anything silly if he had the opportunity to do it, like think he feels good and go run and buck or anything. Uh, Plus he had soft dried boots on, which was kind of keeping him a little bit less mobile. So the outcome was, was not looking completely rosy. I, John have never dealt with laminitis in a horse before, not my own. Mm -hmm. So um, as we say, you learn a lot about the things you have the problems with. And so I was doing all sorts of research, but what I was doing was I was really praying about this, and I got a lot of people on board to pray about this. Uh, I felt a certain amount of guilt that uh, I think a lot of people feel when uh, their horse goes through something like this. We always say, maybe I would have, should have, could have done something different. Uh, but I started praying a lot about it, got a ton of people praying. And in fact, you, John, when I called you, you prayed. Yeah. And um, so that takes us to the next two weeks. He was doing a little bit better. His feet didn't look a bit different. They were still the short trim mess that they started out with. He was on a diet, which was making him less than 100% happy. Um and just a, a little side note, I did talk to another farrier, um, actually my vet's husband, who, who didn't give me the best outlook for this either. He was, and my vet also told me that there was a potential that he could have to be put into these wooden clogs, which is, I've never heard of those, but something that might help him to keep everything stable inside of his hoof at some point in the game uh, so that he could rejoin his other two friends and be part of the herd again. Um, He talked to me a lot about laminitis Uh, as a farrier. He had a really somewhat grim outlook on the whole thing. He says it can just be ugly and messy and a, you know, downward spiral. Uh, He said, but I guess there's a little bit of hope. And I just kept thinking, but there's a lot of prayers. And that's what kept me going through this. But in the meantime, I was doing a lot of research and this and that. Uh, my vet did put him on a couple of products, you know, to help him out a little bit. But then a friend of mine from uh, Montana just called me out of the blue, and, and Rod and I were talking about this laminitic episode. And for some reason, Rod just said, have you ever looked into equinity? And I'm like, no, because I've never heard of it. <laughs> and he said, well... I've never used it, and I've never tried it, but you might want to look into this. And I just thought that was kind of ironic um, and probably a God-orchestrated comment that came out of his mouth. Right. And he never really used it. So, but I, he's, he's also a, a horse chiropractor and a horse healer, 
And he said, you might want to look into this. So, of course, I did. And I called you, John, um, you know, within 10 minutes of, <laughs> of getting off the phone with Rod. And we talked about it. I told you what was going on. And you so kindly said, get this horse on this product. I will overnight it to you and get him on it ASAP. So I did. And he's been on it ever since. Um, he's expecting his next load of it coming in the mail today. <laughs> right. So uh, our phone call was on uh, June June thirteenth, which uh, today of the time of this recording is October. So that's uh, right at four months. And so, right. so you received the product, and how how quickly did you begin to notice uh, some changes? I, you know, it, it was it was kind of difficult at first because he's in the soft ride boots, but I noticed a change in attitude. I noticed uh, I just noticed something different, something that changed within probably a week to ten days. Um, two weeks later, I did take off. I mean, I was taking off soft boots, you know, periodically, but I took them off and I got a really good look at his feet a couple of weeks later. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's growing some hoof. And the thing about that, John, is from all my research and from talking to people, et cetera, and I mean professionals with a horse that has had a laminitic episode, hoof growth is ridiculously slow. I mean, horribly slow and that that's a very painful part of this whole process is waiting for your horse's hoof to grow my vet did tell me she said your horse will grow a brand new hoof within a year and you know just naturally but with the equinity i think he's he's going to grow a brand new hoof way before a year um to go back a little way so so i was kind of checking his hoof growth and um, within four weeks, it was like, wow, I, I think he's got a quarter, quarter, half an inch of growth. Wow. Um, that was amazing. Remember the short trim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, within, <laughs> within six or eight weeks, because uh, we were limiting him, and, you know, I was, I was exercising him, but not overdoing it, not giving him the opportunity to go nuts. And taking off his boots, um, you know, getting him out of those and everything else. I would say within six to seven weeks, he needed his feet trimmed. We were trying to get him out of those boots and, you know, get him on a whole different path with this whole thing. Um, so, yeah, he needed his feet trimmed. And I mean needed his feet trimmed because they were about a half an inch. That's incredible. And that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. So um, we we did trim his feet, and I will tell you, he did get a little sore from that because um, he was used to, you know, having that growth. And then we took it off. We didn't take too much off. He got a little sore. He got through that very, very well. We got him out of soft ride boots. He's been out of them ever since. He gets his feet trimmed every three weeks. We're no longer using nippers on him. We're just rasping him every three weeks to keep him where we want him. And I tell you, John, every three weeks, he needs this done. <laughs> but I'm not willing to wait longer because I don't want right. to have to, you know, use a or use the nippers because I don't want that kind of a change real quick. 
So if we back up a little bit, so you're dealing with a, an extreme uh, case here. Um, you know, the vet's not giving you a very good outcome. Not really wanting to say a whole lot, but, and then of course your uh, farrier is giving you all of the uh, bad possible outcomes that could come from laminitis. And so here you are. So uh, you get a little prayer chain going and then uh, throw in some equinity. And now here we are with uh, some crazy hoof growth, healthy hooves. So has the vet or this farrier that you initially spoke with that were giving you all the outcomes, have they seen the horse since or lately or since oh, they've been on equinity? Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, my vet was just, <clears throat> she was being um, tactful and just not wanting to say your horse, is, you know, he'll be just fine because we did not know. Mm -hmm. um, she wasn't really giving me a horrible outlook. She just said, I couldn't give you a, a perfectly positive outlook because I didn't know. She said, I've seen cases exactly like his either go be great or completely fall apart. So, and I appreciated her honesty with that. Uh, absolutely. She's been out here several times since then. Um, and she's, in fact, she was out here a couple of weeks ago looking at one of my other horses. And I just said, you want to look at my Mustang's feet? And she's like, absolutely. And she said, they look amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and, and the other thing that I thought was interesting um, is, you know, at first she's, you know, with the x-ray, she said, you can see where some of the lamini has died and this and that and everything else. And she said, at some point, you know, pretty soon we're going to be, someone's going to be rasping him and it's going to start getting kind of grainy because of that dead lamini. It's never happened yet. In fact, my farrier um, was like, Laura, I just don't see anything that even looks like this horse has ever been laminitic, you know, but I do know some of the lamini died, but I think, I don't know, by the power of God. And I told God from the beginning, if you heal this Mustang, I will give you all the glory. God's got all the glory, but God also turned me on to, Equinity through my friend Rod. And, you know, I think the perfect storm of blessings uh, was culminated as well as the perfect storm of how this happened. Sure. You know, yeah. it's called a great vet, a great farrier, Equinity, but number one, God, and um, a lot of love involved in this whole thing. Absolutely. Well, I tell you, you know, we, we are blessed, uh, our company's blessed, and um, for all the things that this product has done for horses from one extreme to the other and even getting into the performance horse, which doesn't really have a lot of issues, it helps with recovery and stamina. And <clears throat> what this product, for those of you tuning in for the first time, what this product is actually doing, it's first of all, it's 100% pure amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein. We all have to have them. Uh, but these are specifically formulated and and put in this stack of eight amino acids to stimulate the pituitary gland, which is the master gland in the body. And that's what releases the necessary hormones, which then help the body heal at a cellular level. So in this uh, case, we're dealing with laminitis, also insulin resistance, um, which, by the way, how's, how's the uh, IR doing? You know, Joe, we haven't retested it. Um... His whole diet has changed, so I'm giving it, I'll probably have it retested in the next, you know, several months. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell it's different because 
in the beginning, he, he had a pretty hard, crusty neck. He always has. And it is, my vet is like, his neck is so much softer and it's actually going down. Um, I think that, I would hope that has something to do with the equinity. I'm assuming it does, but also, you know, with insulin resistance, there's got to be a pretty complete feed change. Right. Yep. Which he's on a complete feed change. He's no longer on a super strict diet, but he's on a different diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when when we're talking about, I mean, these are completely different things going on, laminitis versus insulin resistance. And then you look at the equinity. So from the equinity aspect, the amino acids stimulate the pituitary to release hormones. So essentially what we're doing is we're giving the horse what it needs to release hormones, and then the body decides where to send the hormones for the healing. And that's why we can deal with laminitis. Um, we can help with the IR. Now, of course, keep in mind, um, it's all about the proper nutrition and exercise and things for the horse. But when you add the equinity to it, it's going to help enhance everything that you're doing. So it's not like it's the one, one all be all kind of a thing, right. but even boy, you put this thing in there and it is, uh, definitely a power packed, uh, supplement for the horse. Um, and if you, you know, if you're tuning in and just finding out about this for the first time, um, you know, go on our Facebook page, look at the reviews. Uh, there's tons and tons and tons of them. Our, our website, teamequinity.com. Uh, but we try to do these podcasts once a week or we are doing them once a week for testimonial purposes like this. So you can hear not from us as a company, but, um, in this case, Lori, you know, you're, a customer that was looking for a solution or a possible solution that ended up being exactly what you were looking for. And I would, I would, uh, uh, my opinion would be that it probably exceeded your expectations. <laughs> it, it did, you know, and it's, it's something that he'll be on for life. Um, you know, which is, which is great. You know, the price is right. It's, uh, I mean, I would, I would do anything for any of my horses or my dogs, which, by the way, I got a dog that's going to be going on it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it, I just have to think of God's orchestration in this. I mean, there was no reason for Rod to bring this up. And I'm not sure if I would have had the wherewithal to look into it if it wasn't brought up to me. That's right. That's right. So you just have to say, wow, that's that's uh it's supposed to be this way so it you know like the perfect storm that created this this laminitic uh episode there was the perfect storm that created the outcome which is very 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 good mm-hmm. yeah that's right no I, like i said before we're we're definitely blessed and um what it's doing for horses around the world that's why our tagline is helping horses worldwide and uh, I believe there's a, a blessing that goes out with every tub. So it's um, too. yeah. Uh, now one other thing, uh, you in our pre-call, um, you had mentioned also the the soles um, had thickened. Um, what can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So um, we haven't had a lot of moisture in Colorado here for about uh, four months, and. So his feet have not really been out in mud or much of anything um, for four months. He's grown sole like nobody's business. And because we haven't had any moisture to help him slough that sole, it's pretty apparent that there is a lot of it in there. Um, 
just a lot of soil sloughing up. He's doing it himself. We did get some moisture a couple of weeks ago, which really helped to get that soil shedding out of there. But it is just ridiculous, the, the, the sheer amount and thickness of it, which anybody with a laminated horse knows, that, especially if they've had a ro- rotating of the coffin bone, you know, you want you want as much soil depth as you can get. Right. And I mean, he's got so much that, you know, and maybe it's just him in particular, but I don't think so, that that the shedding is, is, is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, my farrier, because I won't let my farrier cut it out with a knife. Um, it's, it's, in my opinion, it just needs to slough off naturally. But he's like, wow, it just keeps coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I think that that's, I mean, there's so many horses with thin soles, and that creates so many problems that, you know, laminitis is, is just one of the problems that creates. I, I, I do equine body work, so I, I run across a lot of people and a lot of horses, and a lot of people are talking about thin soles. I don't know where that comes from or why that is, but if there's a way to make them thicker, uh, sure. let's do it. Absolutely. Yep. Now you got to have uh, a healthy uh, hoof and everything to have a, a, a horse that's rideable and can perform and do the things you need it to do. So that's awesome. Yeah, and comfortable and happy. Yep. And you know, happy in his own hooves, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. You know, the, the, it's just amazing, John, the hoof growth and the soul growth. Yeah, it is. And and this is one of the things that we hear this time and time and time again. And of course we have a lot of people, oh, does this help with hoof growth? So I'm really excited that uh, we were able to capture your story on this. Cause I, you know, this was a pretty, um, um, important one and severe type of a situation and uh, we've got a couple ads running right now with some x-rays of the, showing the thickness of soles and plenty of before and after pictures. So, um, you know, if you're dealing with a situation, whether it be laminitis or thrush or white line or, um, you know, anything to do with the hoof and you need faster, healthier growing hooves, then uh, this product, not only does it help with that, um, it's going to help with overall healing and balance from the inside out. So it's uh, now... Uh, a lot of times, uh, and we hear this a lot, you'll have a horse that, you know, might be going through, let, let's take this particular situation, or they might be uh, the pasture ornament kind of retired, or maybe they just, you know, are getting older and they don't feel as well anymore. A lot of feedback we've heard, and I'll ask you this if if you've uh, heard of this or seen this for yourself. When you start giving the equinity, they seem to have a little bit more spunk and you might see them out there running around a bucket and playing. Is, is that what you've experienced as well with your Mustang? I have, I have, you know, he's, uh, I've, I've been in my house and took the videos of him, you know, it's like, wow, I'm glad I'm not on his back because he can buck <laughs> like nobody's business and yeah, he'll just do laps of bucking and bucking. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. It's because he feels good and because, uh, he's happy, Yep. you know, so it's like a happy horse is a happy owner's horse. And, um, you know, it's beautiful. I have seen that in him. Yeah. Now, for those listening, and don't mistaken this, is uh, this product gives your horse uh, some uh, heavy-loaded caffeine or anything. There's nothing in here that makes your horse hot or makes them buck or do anything. They just feel better, so they might have a little bit extra giddy-up and go. Um, so nothing to be alarmed about. They just feel better. I mean, that's really what it is. 
So, but uh, well, Lori, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to share your st- story here on the Equinity podcast. Uh, before we sign off, is there anything else that you would like to say or give uh, anybody any little push over the, the fence if they're still thinking about it or anything, anything else you'd like to say? Well, I, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to share my story because um, it's a big story. And I know that there's other people that have or will be going through the same thing that I've gone through. You know, and it's uh, so if if you hear this and unfortunately, if you, if you ever get into this situation, because sometimes it just happens. Uh, remember this, this product, it it really has been remarkable for us. And I think it will be for you. And it's not just laminitis. It's with, with anything. Um, it's worth a try. Right. That's for sure. And if it works for you, and I, if it works for you like it works for me and my horse, um, I think you made a really wise move. Right. You know, but it, it's just one of those things that uh, a lot of people may not want to try it unless there is a problem. But you might be able to alleviate a problem if you get on board before the problem starts. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we have a lot of people that use it as a preventative type thing because. You know, you're you are helping to keep those cells operating at their optimal level, so it might uh, might be a preventative, good preventative as well. So, all right, well, uh, Lori Ganacha from Berthoud, Colorado, thank you so much. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate you having me on your show. You bet. Bye bye. That's all for this episode of the Equinity Podcast. For more information on purchasing Equinity, be sure to visit our website at teamequinity.com, where you'll also find product information as well as more testimonials on how others have seen amazing results by implementing Equinity into their horse's supplement regime. We'll have more stories on how Equinity is helping horses worldwide right here on a future episode of the Equinity Podcast.